just like that, your ears have been invaded. Welcome to yet another episode of A Pitch Invasion, episode number 25. And once more, a lot to look back on, a lot to talk about. Some teams going from fourth to fifth to sixth, all in one weekend. Others going back to fourth and pretty much where they belong, really. And others dropping down to second once again. This and so much more to look forward to over the next couple of minutes on Pitch Invasion. We're going to start, well, I guess, by introducing ourselves. Loazi Zikubu is my name. I'm Kola Makwaza, as always, coming in like Ray Keane against Nottingham um, Forest in the FA Cup in 1999. Wow. You're going too, you're going too far, my friend. <laughs> Please tell him. <laughs> Please tell him. <laughs> yeah, this is a Mecca in Yadike, all the way from uh, Sony Lagos. Oh, are, you, are you in Lagos? Are you not in Uyo, a.k.a. the Bafana Bafana stomping <laughs> no, ground? No, no. Bafana Bafana no, slaughterhouse? No, 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 no. I, 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 I don't go to, to Bafana Bafana's... Is there, uh, is there, is there, uh, is there a statue Is there a statue of Percy Tao there already? Nah, there should no, be one there. Yeah. I was actually talking about him yesterday <laughs> Yesterday with some people and saying saying how how him and Tokelo Ranti mm. should, should get should like, statue, uh, yes. like stadiums or something named after them in, uh, in Uyo. Tokelo Ranti Stadium in Uyo. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, I'm glad we're actually starting with uh, two uh, sort of hitmen of South African football over the past couple of years because we're going to talk first up about uh, the, I guess you could call it the hit game or the big game or the derby game or derby of derbies uh, as far as local football is concerned. Local being South African, of course. It was yet again Kaza Chiefs up against Orlando Pirates over the weekend and another great social event for people to go to and sit in the VIP and take pictures. But on the pitch, Olan, what did you make? of the 90 minutes was well, a very good game in fact you know i know the um, draw was not what everybody expected but come on it wasn't a nil nil draw in fact we haven't had a coldest derby in i think in the last 13 or so derbies so you know can we get that yes. off our backs mm. you know for a while now like can we just can we get people back into the derby finally you know um you know what? The Chiefs actually surprised me. They actually turned up in this game. They took a lot of pressure from Pirates in the early stages. I thought Pirates uh, should have at least taken the lead on two occasions. But mm. Chiefs really surprised me. They actually, you know, went all out. It wasn't the apprehensive Chiefs of the last couple of derbies where, you know, they weren't so sure of themselves. And, man, you know, shout out to Bernard Parker as well. He really rolled back the year. I mean, Bernard Parker looked like a hungry young player. But, I mean, he was a veteran. Uh, coming into this game and showed his experience and I thought that his performance I think lifted Chiefs more than anything and um, uh, Akbei the goalkeeper actually uh, put on some, uh, he, some he, decent he, he really there, you know? didn't he look really out of place he didn't and, look out of place at all you know, I'm not saying that he's gonna you know replace Kune or anything but uh, he really you know um, put a claim to his name for you know maybe should, staying at Chiefs down the road should 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 Ernst Miedelop, look at that performance from, from Akpey and say, you know what, we're not in a position to be gambling. So, Virgil Fries, you've had your chance. This man has come in and based on that performance, because I mean, I'm, I'm thinking of Wayne, uh, Wayne Sandlands as well, mm. who based on his performance in ECAF Champions League, clean sheet, was given a start in, in, mm. in the derby. Should 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 Middendorp be thinking maybe Akpey is the answer at the moment? I think he should stick with him. Because, I, I, I mean, the I, guys I, I, are I must say, I must say, I must say that I was I was quite impressed with with um, Akwei because mm. that was like uh, some kind of baptism of fire yeah. to 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 join Chief. The first game you play is is, is in the derby. He he didn't look like he was at all under any kind of pressure. That's he was true. was very relaxed. And, and I must say that just watching the game um, from from all the way here um, felt a bit different because there was there was a it was almost I mean, if, I, you know, if I'm watching the game in South Africa, yeah. I'm almost like taking in by the, by the emotion because I was relaxed watching the game and I must say that, that um, I, thought, I thought Chiefs would be happy with the result because they, for once they, they were not over, overrun by, by Orlando Paris and you know on the contrary I thought they, 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 they put up a good show mm. and, and Akwai, um you know will, will bring a bit of joy to the, to the Chiefs faithful faithful because you know Vries hasn't done, done them too much Ooh, yeah, no, if you're a Chiefs fan, then, then the name Virgil Freeze just like sends shivers down your spine. It really does. But uh, I, I, I look yes. at the Chiefs' performance and I think to myself, since Milanop has taken over, at least in local football anyway, there's been a, 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 a marked sort of improvement from as far as the performance is concerned. I can't remember a game, a league or otherwise, where Chiefs haven't played well despite the result. 
I, they, they, they've played they've played really well under Middendorp. Uh, I, I guess the results, that consistency is still sort of missing. I think with Middendorp, what he's done, he's actually put out the right team. Mm. You know, because Bernard Parker wasn't featuring much uh, under um, the previous coach. Mm. And I think he's sort of put in the right team, you know, for a combination that works. Because for me, you know, kind of Chiefs traditionally, guys, are the, the, the team of flair. You know what I mean? When when you think back of the, you know, the Tabanglibisi Kaiser Chiefs, the Chabupule Kaiser Chiefs, this was a, a team that always played on flair, always used the 12th man, mm. you know, the fans, and always played entertaining, uh, fast football. And I think Ernst Middendorp, having, you know, previously managed Chiefs some time ago, gets that. Mm. And I think what he's done with the team, he's sort of gone back to their roots, gone back to the DNA, bringing Bernard Parker in, utilizing... Yeah. Um, uh, Kamapiliat in, in an effective position, I think, uh, which was out wide mm. as opposed to behind the strikers. And I think it's paid off. And, you know, in the derby, you could see that he's, he almost gave the message to the guys to say, look, guys, uh, don't forget that the derby is about two Soweto giants. You are a giant as well. So mm. get out there and show these guys what you have. And Chiefs really gave it to Pirates. In fact, I think in the last few minutes of the first half, Chiefs could have easily scored two goals. Yeah. And I think, you know, as a Chiefs fan, if you are a Chiefs fan, I think you should take positives from this performance to say, look, we drew against a team that is, you know, up there amongst the title contenders. And, you know, we still have a NetBank Cup to mm. play for. You know, there's still continental football to also play for. Why not take positives from this? And, you know, this could take you um, forward. Uh, Imika, as far as Pirates is concerned, uh, this draw, how, how, how much damage do you feel it does to their, to their you know, title credentials? And I mean, you look at, at Vitz who are beaten as well. So, you know, as far as they're concerned, it, it, they could look at it as a point gained. But do you think that, it, it, the, I wouldn't say the wheels are coming off, but do you, do you feel that maybe the percentages um, as far as their title credentials are concerned are dropping a bit? Um, I think there are still a lot of games to play, mm. and um, with, with, with what we've seen, what we've seen with with some of, some of the, the top teams dropping points, um, what is important for Chiefs is is to try and see how much they can they can you know win a few more games mm. to to put them in in good position psychologically. Not losing to Pirates um, really will be a boost for them, and I think that. Um, you can't write off Chiefs too much. I took another look at the table again yesterday, and I'm thinking um, a few weeks back, uh, Sundowns had so many games at hand. Now, mm. Sundowns ha have just two games, um, and it doesn't look like uh, like they've caught up with with Bidvest, which means that you know potentially if if, if Chiefs and uh, maybe even Cape Town City uh, win a few games, they, they can make the, the title. Uh, uh, challenge something like a five a five five team uh, battle. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you speak about Sundowns. Yeah. They what? Only three points behind uh, Vitz with yeah, those games in hand. Behind. So, I mean, if you look at if yes. you look at that that equation, it's it's pretty much you know. And I've seen a lot of uh, response on 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 Twitter about that. That it, it seems very much as if this this season is playing into the hands of Sundowns based on 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 just where we are at this moment. Well, I mean, look, they, they've got two games, and uh, in the past, you will look at it and say, okay, two games is like if they get six points. But mm. you, you and I know that Sundown sometimes also uh, implode. And, you know, uh, until they win those games, I'm not going to give them that that benefit. I think that, yeah. that we just need to to, to look at they They have it's they must win those games. Fact, they have no, to win. They have. Is it three? Yeah, it's three. Okay, oh, so, yeah, so they, they have to win those games because yeah, yeah game gaming a game in hand is is not is not nine points guaranteed. Yeah. Points you have to win them. Mm. It's, yeah. not, it's not guaranteed because if you if you draw if you play three draws then you're back to where where you are so you've got yeah. to win them. And I mean, the, the other issue with those games in hand, you know, they're not going to be scheduled to your liking. They'll be thrown midweek somewhere where you mm. probably had a tough game over the weekend. Exactly. And then they'll play, you, 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 have, um, you have games over the weekend, you have also continental distractions. So mm. uh, Just just uh, like what happened I, when... You know, I like to... I like to be in the position where Man City is, where they've, they've won their, <laughs> the, the extra game that they've played. And uh, and uh, it's it's up to, up to the other team to try and to try and win their game. So, Bitbest <laughs> uh, are sitting, sitting on top. 
Manchester City have beaten Chelsea. Not, 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 Man City have beaten I'm, Chelsea I'm, I'm so bad avoid, not, 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 that Emika, <laughs> Emika, you not, not, not mentioning Liverpool. <laughs> no, but here's my here's my point. You can raise my point. now. Liverpool here's my point. Somehow, City, City's victory was so bad, it was so hurtful <laughs> on Liverpool fans that Emika has decided to call City by name and Liverpool the other team. I'm just like, I, I can't even. <laughs> I, I, I never thought I would see that. <laughs> he can't even mention his team's name. Wow. <laughs> well, I, I don't, I don't want to jinx them, so I don't want to jinx them, so. Mm. Okay. So I, we'll I, just, I, we'll just wait until until twenty twenty fourth. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think in the South African situation, who is Manchester City and who is uh, Liverpool at this stage? I guess Vids would be Manchester City. No. Uh, oh, I think Sundowns are Manchester. I think. City. I think the, the, the table. No, I think Sundowns. Sundowns yeah. are. So Sundowns, Sundowns are, are City. Sundowns are definitely City with the way they spend. Yeah. My goodness. <laughs> Oh, goodness. Well, the one, the one really good thing I also took uh, out of the weekend's uh, um, uh, absolute premiership action was seeing George Libisi back on the pitch again. Uh, that was really good to see for Super Sports United. But what was even better was the winning goal. Yeah, he looked in sharp. He looked in shape. He, look, he's hungry. Mm. Right? Clearly, he's hungry. He hasn't played in some time. He's got a point to prove. And remember, he's a national team player. So yeah. for him, they're, they're incentives as well to keep playing well, because he wants to get into that national frame. Mm. And maybe he's possibly seen that, look, um, I, I've been at Chiefs, I've been at Sundowns. You know, who knows? Maybe he's also thinking, um, you know, maybe there's some offers overseas I might explore. Because mm. I remember I, there were talks some years ago of him being linked with some clubs overseas. Yeah. I don't know why that fizzled out. So he's probably had a look at his career and thought to himself, look, um, I, I've got nothing left to prove in South African football. I've been at the top team, so maybe... You know, I should use, you know, these games that I have at Supersport that I'm getting uh, to launch myself overseas. Mm, yeah. Well, and, uh, and, and, and that goal. But that, I mean, I said, I, said, I, said the same thing, I said the same thing uh, last week when, when we talked about him. And I said, you know, um, Supersport is a big team. And mm. if, he has, if, he, if he has a good show in there, chances are that he might just give his career necessary kind of push. So we'll give him the, the incentive to probably have a go over the next... Uh, couple of months till, till May and uh, put himself back in, in the frame for Bafana. Mm, and speaking of Bafana, that uh, big date is still is coming and it's coming like a freight train. It's coming actually. 22 March fast, is right around the corner. It was December, corner. we were saying, Kev, please we're bring like, this four months, closer. what? Yeah, and now it's, it's only about a month away Bafana. and we'll see if Bafana Bafana do have what it takes to go through uh, to the Africa Cup of Nations. And before uh, we move uh, to European football, let's uh, quickly give a shout out to the four teams that have qualified for the semi-finals and of course the FIFA Under-20 World Cup at AFCON uh, uh, Under-20. So uh, Nigeria, the seven-time champions. Uh, Imika, I'm sure you're very happy with that. Uh, there's also... Uh, um, who, else is through? who else is through? Senegal? I'm happy they qualified, but they, they, mm. they didn't play well. Yeah. There's, there's also Senegal, who, yeah, uh, for a lot of people, are the favorites. Senegal, yes. uh, Senegal are playing really well. Uh, South Africa and uh, Mali. Mali. Yeah, so Mali, all those Mali. four teams are through to the FIFA Under 20 World Cup. And I'm sure uh, for Nigerian fans, are really happy to be back there again. Uh, for South Africa, a second time qualifying in a row. So a lot of good things happening as far as South African football. And you look at the way that uh, 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 the under 17s, the women under 17s qualified for the World Cup. Uh, Banyana Banyana also qualified for the World Cup. So. What is said, wrong, Bafana? Bafana <laughs> I didn't want to go there. The I did not want to go that direction. Hey, Bakola has taken it there. Uh, we don't know. We will see come March. Oh, what is wrong with Christmas? <laughs> Can I tell you something? Maybe they need to disguise the team. Get those seventeen-year-olds. <laughs> get those twenty-year-olds. Let them play. And okay. Yeah. And let Desiree Ellis be the coach. <laughs> and maybe and let let uh, Timmy Khatlana do the, the the coaching during the session in yeah. terms of finishing. And who Just knows? Maybe some, some, Bafana can excellence. get back into the World um, Cup frame. Ooh. Ooh, no, we need to get back into the AFCON frame first up, Ooh. isn't it? Uh, and speaking of uh, Africa, we uh, have at this stage, and I think he's still here, uh, a, a, a legend uh, by all accounts of African football in South Africa. And that is Samuel Eto. Uh, I mean, he, he regularly does make visits to South Africa, but uh, this time he... There was a very nice picture shared on, on social media doing the rounds of him and uh, with a couple of local players. And one can only imagine all of that... He was, you know, parting, giving and sharing some some wisdom as far as what to do when you come face to face with the goalkeeper and that big, 
that big frame that 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 furniture hey. called the poles. You, you guys, you guys, you guys need to hire you need to hire someone there too. When when his career is over, you need to hire him to to go, to go around all the clubs and 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 show them. Um, why they have those those goalposts in, in football? <laughs> They're not just there to just furnish, <laughs> to finish the, the stadium. There, you know, there's a reason. I've got there. an interesting thing about the Samuel Eto'o one, right? And it might sound a bit controversial. Okay, uh, I I found it a bit weird to be honest to you because I'm sitting there and I'm thinking to myself, okay, let's just do a recap now, right? Um, Jerry's cosign is still alive, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Sean Bartlett is, is here. He's living and breathing. Benny McCarthy is living and breathing. Joe Mosona is living and breathing. Okay. So, what exactly is Samuel Eto'o going to show these guys when we have four prolific goal scorers in the country that are known for bagging in goals? Mm. How can Samuel Eto'o get this gig when Jerry's Cosana cannot get that gig? Why would, no, I just don't understand. I, what, I, I respect I Samuel Eto'o, right? One of my favorite players of all time. But the point is, is that you know, I, why can we not make legends of our own place? Can, these kids obviously will know Samuel Eto from Google, YouTube, the Barcelona days and whatnot. Mm. But some of these kids have no idea who Jerry's Cosana is. They have yeah. no idea this guy going all the way to Essex and scoring that only goal and coming back and with coming the, back, with, yes. with the with the, um, with the Cav Champions League trophy. That is a magnificent story. That is, you know, a story for the ages in local football. How can that guy not be? You know, asking that guy should be a striker whisperer. Do you know what I mean? Just, you know, use him. Uh, you know, in all these junior clubs, use him in professional teams, use him in a national setup. So, I'm I'm, I'm not so like wooed by the fact that Samuel Eto came to part his knowledge because I think we have guys here that we are not utilizing that have just as much knowledge. And mm. on top of that, local guys that know how to play in local conditions that know the PSL. So. You know, when you get Samuel Eto, I'm not quite sure why you would get him when you overlook the others. I'm not saying don't get him, but don't get him when the we other guys have so you much haven't to tapped into. into. Mm. Uh, uh, Imiga, you, you are disagreeing? Um, I, I, I'm saying that, you know, um, I, I don't know why Eto is around this time around, but I know that last year he was there for with, with Castle for the, the, the five-a-side activation. If he's here for, for that purpose, then it's a brand team and the brand is trying to reach, reach a lot more bigger demographic in Africa. Mm. Um, you know, uh, Jerry Kusana is involved with some of that uh, campaign and then you've mm. got Lucas and everybody it's else getting involved in the campaign. So with brands, you know, you can, I can excuse, I can excuse them, but I, to what you say, um, I totally agree that we, we need to, to utilize Jerry Kusana, Sean Bartlett and everyone for, mm. for that purpose from a, from a, uh, coaching strategy point of view. But mm. from point of view of brand, the brands usually do their, Okay, well, I mean, look, either way, I think whoever it is that we get to try and help us out and so that we don't settle for our top goal scorer currently sitting on eight goals oh, for the season. You know, we, we, we need to move on from that. That no, can't so be the standard. Yeah, exactly. That can't be the standard and it's been the standard Sergio Ramos for, would have, for no, way too many years. Sergio Ramos would have had the golden boot like three times in five years. Yeah. <laughs> As a defender. <laughs> you are listening to the Pitch Invasion podcast, the podcast for football travelists. Well, golden boot in mind. There is uh, one man who certainly uh, found his scoring boots, and uh, that is uh, Kun Aguero. And all I was saying earlier, Imika, that he's helped his, his uh, fantasy team so much over the past couple he of years. He has revived because... my fantasy team. <laughs> I was literally, I was yeah, in I a hearse. The Undertaker was there. And, you know, they were saying prayers. They were really <laughs> shoveling the sand. And then Sergio Aguero just... <laughs> took my team straight out of the grave. I'm telling you now with the performances. But I mean, what a, what, a, what a performance again. And, and you know, you, you it's look at... Scary. It's scary. It's yeah. scary that, that, that he's, he's hitting that, that rich um, mm. vein. And I, I look at, at Gabriel Jesus and I'm wondering, I'm wondering like, you know, dude, are you ever going to get play, play, <laughs> play for this team if this man is scoring like this? No, you know, and it just goes uh, to show he's, that... He's just phenomenal. He's, 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 you know, and I think Pep perhaps... 
you know, has has had to 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 learn a very difficult lesson, in in that he tried to to I don't know if ruffle maybe Aguero's feathers by benching him the whole time and starting uh, um, uh, Gabriel yeah, Jesus. Yeah, they had that period. You know, there was that period where where where. Kun Aguero wasn't a regular starter and look at him now and he's certainly leading this fight back that uh, Manchester City are on and uh, unfortunately for you Emika he's fighting back or they're fighting back against your team no I'm not I'm not worried at all um, I think that uh, okay say it say your team say your team's name what's your team's be... name say your team's name please Liverpool Liverpool, Liverpool. we are Liverpool we'll be fine <laughs> <laughs> We'll be fine, don't worry. Okay, but, but do you think that, that I mean, the, just the the magnitude of the win and the the the, the opponents they're playing against? What, what do you think? If you were Jurgen Klopp right now, what would you? If you're looking at that situation, what would you be thinking? I think that what what, what uh, Klopp did last week is is what um, he should have done uh, maybe a few months ago. You know, Liverpool changed their their, their high pressing game. Mm. And they brought it back against Bournemouth in this in this last game. If they had done that against Leicester and, and West Ham, they definitely would have gotten something out of it. Just looking at the stats, um, you find uh, Mosala playing from the right in this last game mm. had twice the amount of contact with the ball as he did in, in and probably should have gotten maybe like a hat trick in that game. Mm. So um, club needs to get back to what made Liverpool. Uh, uh, you know, fire all the way to the, to the cup final last year and bring them back back to them. And hopefully, we've seen a bit of, of Naby Keita now, what, what, what he can yeah, do no, he, he um, in, this, in this game. Mm. He took, I mean, Naby Keita, I, I looked at that video again. His, his pass took out six players. Oh, come on, guys. Everyone does that pass. Everyone no, sound like those Arsenal fans exactly. are for that one pass for Mesut Ozil oh, to no. advocate for him Emika, I trusted you. I thought you were better than that. <laughs> well, I'm I'm trying I'm trying to give the man some credit. <laughs> I can see time, you so. digging deep to give. No, look, he did. He had a great game. He did have a good game. Uh, the one thing that I was really impressed with, and I, I, perhaps it speaks to what you've just said about club going back to what has worked, is Firmino going through the middle, and how really yes. instrumental he was in a lot of the goals, and 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 especially that Salah goal. That, that guy, that, he was in that really position, good. Firmino, he was Firmino, so good. Firmino, Firmino is is for me, Firmino is a monster when he plays mm. in that position. I mm. mean, uh, someone said to me like like you know he he back he, like, he didn't back he, he rolled the ball. Yeah, he did. He, did not he back, rolled he, it. He rolled under, it. With the under, he rolled under it foot, into yeah. into the part of the part, of, and and you wonder you know how is he so aware mm. that Salah will get into that position. It's it's mind-boggling. Yeah. But you know what? I, I must you know, answer it's, it's, what you just said. Sorry, sorry to ruin your party. You know, I, I you know, something just... I know I'm going to use a, a three-game period of Aguero's excellence, yeah. right? And it might sound crazy that I'm going to summarize uh, where the title might go based on these three games of Sergio Aguero. But hear me out, okay? Roberto Firmino's inefficiency up front is what could cost Liverpool the title, okay? Because for me, when I look at um, Chelsea, not Chelsea, sorry, when I look at Manchester City, right, I'm looking at a team that obviously uh, Sané can give you the goals and Sterling can give you the goals, De Bruyne can give you the goals, and uh, Gundogan can chip in and David Silva, you know, the midfield can give you the goals, right? And at the top of the lock. And you look at all the other teams that are, are are struggling outside of that top two, right? You look at Chelsea. They had, they didn't have a, a, a goal scorer for some time. You look at Man United. It, Lukaku was not firing. It seems like Rashford has hit rich vein of form. You look at Arsenal. Uh, they're in that mix because Aubameyang and uh, Lacazette have been firing goals. So the point that I'm making is that the number nines, the strikers, are doing their jobs. They're banging in goals. I look at Liverpool and I think to myself, how much longer can they go in the Champions League, in the FA Cup and in the Premier League when your number nine is not leading the line in terms of scoring? Tottenham Hotspur, without Harry Kane's goals, right? I know Son's chipping in, he's doing his job now that Kane is not, is, uh, not there. But without Harry Kane's goals, Tottenham are nowhere near the top four. Mm. So I appreciate what Mo Salah is doing. It's historic. Mine is chipping in. But at some point, Firmino has to get himself in the double digits uh, of the goal scorers mm. as a number nine. Otherwise, I foresee Liverpool just, you know, 
not winning any trophy this season. And I think that's what also cost them in the but, Champions League but, because they didn't have Fabinho a goal scorer. Fabinho has got nine goals. Uh, Mane has 12. And Salah has 17. And in fact, Salah has 20 goals already this season. He has 17 in the, in the, in the Premier League. So be, between the three of them, they, they are, I mean, they've got uh, 9, 18... Uh, 38 goals between the three of them. Mm. That's 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 comparable with any 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 other strike force. I, I, I disagree, uh, Amika. I disagree because you know Harry Kane. Not well. You can add a Harry Kane, but Sergio Aguero. You know, out of that 38, I think so. In, in in the season, I think Sergio Aguero is on like 16 or 17 or something like that. Right. In the league. Salah has 17. Mo Salah has 17. Mo Salah has 17. Mo Salah has been playing as number nine for most of the season. I'm talking about the guys that lead the line. Mo Salah has been. Salah doesn't lead the line. He's been put in there on a couple of games. This season. No, no. This season, for the most part, Salah has been playing number nine. I understand that. But Salah is not nine. And Firmino is. So the responsibility. In terms of the goals, right? I I, I think no, no, Mo Salah's goals are a luxury for Liverpool. You cannot tell goal. me that Liverpool signed Mo Salah knowing that, or with the expectation that they're going to get 20 goals. That's that would be ludicrous to me. If you yeah, told but, me but, that but they but signed who cares? Salah. Who cares? Right? We, we, we do have one guy among the front Firmino three who has 20, who has 20 goals. Was expected to score goals, and he's not scoring goals. And that is why, if it, I think <laughs> Liverpool could end up not winning no, anything, cares? if who Firmino cares? doesn't come <laughs> if only this, if only this was like actually Arsenal and Liverpool on the pitch, like having okay. at each other, and just like destroying each other. And as United, we're just like, okay, thank you for coming, and then we'll just go above all you guys. But uh, <laughs> uh, you know what? Look, Liverpool, they, they, they. They are very much in the hunt. They're very much in the running, and I think it's been important that 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 Klopp or somebody within the club reminds them that nothing is done yet because there's be, they, there was a period of panic, pr- probably based on the media uh, at Liverpool, and hopefully this win will sort of get them back, you know, somewhere near just that belief that they can actually do it because look, they're only behind by goal difference and they've got a game in hand. But now a team that is yeah, is, is just. Amika, we are done. We are done with your team. Amika, we're done. We are done with Liverpool. Can we move on to the topic? Thank you. I was going to touch on. Touch on. I was going to touch on Chelsea Football Club and what is is, I mean, blatantly going wrong at that at that football club. Some say it's the the stubborn nature of Sari. Some say it's just the lack of quality around uh, uh, Aiden Hazard. Uh, Imika, where would you start? What what is the issue at Chelsea Football Club? It's Sari. Everything starts and ends with Sari. Mm. Sari wants to have his way. Um, yeah. He brings in Jorginho, and it's not working. He takes he takes Mr. Kante, who has been responsible for for keeping Chelsea tidy defensively. Mm. And he pushes him into a, into an attacking role. It's not working. Move to, brings him there to provide cover for 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 the defense, and he doesn't do that mm. because if if Jorginho doesn't have to do as much defending as he has to do, then he probably will be able to deliver a lot more of his quarter backing. Yeah. Unfortunately, Sari is stubborn. The more he smokes, the more <laughs> he's able to get uh, to stick to his to his guns. That's discrimination um, against it's, smokers. It's rather unfortunate because <laughs> because um, also also it looks like Hazard will be on his way out of Chelsea yeah. if they continue like this. Because um, you know so, something also very funny is that you know this game they lost six 0 The previous game they won five 0 mm-hmm. the, 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 the game the before game that they lost four 0 Yeah, four 0 <laughs> Then the other one they won three 0 Then they lost two 0 And someone someone was asking me who they're playing next week. Maybe they're going <laughs> to either win seven 0 or, <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> There's definitely a signal coming, <laughs> but I, I, a, a lot of a lot of sort of Chelsea fans that I know uh, were talking about. In fact, and they made a very good point of how 
going into the game, Chelsea, who had been beaten 4-0 by Bournemouth, were never going to 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 be a match for Manchester City. And it it, it, it went to show on no, You know what? I was disappointed with Chelsea because, first of all, can I just say something? Where are all these Arsenal haters? Uh, you know, because if this <laughs> was Arsenal... We, how did we if this was Arsenal, Arsenal? We would not hear the end of it, right? <laughs> we would not... If Arsenal had lost 6-0 to uh, Man City... Yes, please tell him. Don't bring Arsenal into it. But hey... Right, but hey, I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I will say something. I, I want to expand on on, on uh, Chelsea a bit further here because I said this to uh, a few guys that I'm in a, a football group with. And I said, in fact, I want to go back to something I said at the start of the season. And we discussed about Sari coming into the league. And I raised a few points. And one of those points were um, the outlook of Chelsea as a whole going forward. And I said, you know, if Chelsea do not make the Champions League this season and if they lose Eden Hazard, and the issue that I brought up is what does Roman Abramovich do going forward? Because remember now, um, he's he's had political issues, you know, with the Russia, UK, you know, his uh, visa, you know, there was stalling tactics, I think, from the UK authorities uh, because he's Russian, he hasn't had his residence and so forth. And now he has to deal with, you know, his biggest star. Well, Couture left. Now Hazard is going to leave at the end of the season. And Chelsea are looking like they might not have a trophy and fall out of the top four this season. So you then ask yourself, what does Roman Abramovich do going forward? Is this venture still worthy enough for him to invest in? Is he going to throw in another 200 million when he's losing some hundred million by not getting into the Champions League. Obviously, sponsors demand you getting into the Champions League. I know he's going to get Hazard money, but that must be invested back into the club because of financial fair play and so forth. I then worry uh, for Chelsea as a club because I think Roman Ibramovic in the next five years or so is going to look at this venture, this ball, this toy of Chelsea that it is for him and say, is this toy worth enough for me like you know it's almost going to feel like a a a child that's growing up and uh, overgrowing a toy Mm. and think you know what i've enjoyed this toy now i'm moving on and i fear that chelsea in the next three to five years will be sold because i just cannot see chelsea being uh interesting enough for roman ibramovich uh, ibramovich to stay at chelsea because the other thing is that you hardly see him at chelsea games anymore right he was always there with his you know Lopsy daisy clap, yeah. um, cheering them on in his suite. And you don't see that anymore. Uh, he used to come to the change room and give the guys high fives and promise them free vodka when they're big games. Doesn't do that anymore. Doesn't come to the training grounds anymore. So you then ask yourself, in the next three to five years, will Roman Ibramovic still have the appetite to splash out the cash yeah. and invest in Chelsea? And I don't think so. I think this season is going to be the beginning of the end for Chelsea's so-called reign because it's been a, it's been a good reign it's been a good 15 year reign mm. that they've had and i think roman ibramovich also added with the political situations with the russia uh, and the uk um, scenario now I think he'll be forced to sell and Chelsea will be in limbo. Well, I mean, you, you know what? If 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 Chelsea I, I, don't, I don't think so. Okay, go on. No, I don't think he will sell. I think that um, he, you know he just needs to get his act together in terms of the people who are running the club because they, they haven't made some good good decisions. Chelsea has a good crop of players that they have, um, you know, out on loan, and they need to try and change the strategy and offer some of them the opportunity because this idea of always trying to go and buy some some players but, but um, you look at some of the young players Odoi Odoi was almost Odoi was almost going to buy to buy and it's yeah but Odoi is not Hazard then, I mean hmm. they can keep Odoi but the guy's what 17 he's not he's not a sure you know bet that he's going to come on the other thing that Chelsea have Sancho right? Sancho went to went to Borussia Dortmund and he's 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 breaking records there the, the other issue Chelsea, Chelsea has a have, lot of I mean, talented young players players Kevin De Bruyne Kevin De Bruyne Mohamed Salah um um, what's Dembala. his name? Uh, yes, Dembala. even Tammy Abrahams, all of those young players. No, no, not Demba. Demba came when he was a bit older. I'm talking about. I'm talking about real. You remember Demba's goal, though, right? Do you remember Demba's goal, though? 
Nah, that, I remember two of them. One, one, one for West Ham, one for Chelsea. But, Amika, I, so, sorry to interrupt you. You know what the other issue that Chelsea have, right? Is you, you look at the age of that squad, right? Fabregas is gone now. Okay, Hazard is 28. He's going to move yes. on. David Luiz is 30 or 29, somewhere there. Pedro's not young. Uh, I don't know if they're going to keep Higuain, but he's not young. And I think the average age of that squad is like 28 or something like that. It's not a young squad. That's so, why I'm saying. That's so now, I'm saying, so saying now all of the, if you're saying the that young they're, they're just going to bring in these teenagers to turn things around who have no Premier League experience or big time experience, it's a massive gamble. And I think, you know, my worry, you know, um, with Chelsea is that I don't think they have a philosophy you know, that they can rely on. It's not like a Man United where, you know, Solskjaer came back and just installed Fergie's philosophy. Mm. It's not like Barcelona where you can go back to Tiki Taka. They've got no philosophy. So even if these young players come back, they've learned different styles from Belgium to the Netherlands, to Italy, mm. to Germany, to France. So it's not like they're coming back and they'll be integrated into a philosophy. So it's, it's not as easy as just, okay, all these young players that we have, bring them in and uh, they'll fit into our system because they don't have a system. Uh, I was, what I was going to ask you, Emika, is, 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 is Chelsea, you know, have they been that side, this modern-day Chelsea that we know, have they been the team that says we're going to develop players and get them through? Or is this Chelsea no, that we've no, known, no, no. a Chelsea that, again, has the money to go in and splash? Because for them to rebuild, I, I, it's never been in their blood to, to say we are going to go with this squad it was only maybe under Mourinho the first time where he, he identified players, he brought them in, and for a couple of years he kept them and they won things. You know, since then, there's been a coach, there's been a different coach every season. They have to learn from Man City. Man City has flashed money, but they bought young players. They bought young players. Funny. Mm-hmm. All of those players are, 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 they are young players. Sterling is young. A lot of them, them are young players. And if you look at Raheem Sterling, you probably might think, okay, no, he's English, he's probably not whatever, whatever, but I think he's a much better player. He's, for me, he's like almost, if he can just perfect his goal scoring, I think he he will be um, amongst the top top players in the world because his, his performance week in, week out has been, been really, really amazing. Um, I used to detest him because of how he left Liverpool, but I have to say that I, I, I admire the way he's, he's playing right now. Uh-huh. And uh, um, that's something that Man City needs. Uh, sorry, Chelsea needs to look at okay. in, in terms of their investment. They need to. They, I mean, Michael Menalo when he was when he was sporting director got them quite a lot big loss. I think that's young players. That, I think that's been Chelsea's yeah. biggest loss. That which one? Um, yes. Michael Milano. The, he was the sporting director. He was the guy yeah. that literally uh, identified and, and and brought in the players. Uh, that uh, all of them, you know, Kevin De Bruyne, all of, he got all of them in. Yeah, that was Chelsea's biggest. Lukaku, he brought all of them in. Mm. Okay, yeah. Well, I mean, it, it, yeah. Look, I think again, uh, for me, if Chelsea don't make top four this season, then it, it's 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 the whole thing of them being sold will become even more of a reality because uh, you know what, if they don't make if they don't make Champions League this season, they lose Aiden Hazard at the end of the season. They will need to replace him. They will struggle because there they aren't many. Sorry as well. This there aren't many players that are like Hazard. Sari is going to go, which means they'll be playing Europa League football next season. Plus, they'll have Pulisic, uh, Pulisic, who's, I guess, the replacement for Hazard at the moment, who still needs to come in and get used to the culture and get used to the football. It's just it does it. It won't spell, uh, uh, you know, and and the, the the old players that they do have. It doesn't suggest that a lot of good will still be coming from Chelsea come uh, uh, next season. Obviously, we could be wrong, but um, they need to get their house in order. And they've struggled to do that ever since their unbeaten run came to an end. Ever since Surrey Ball became what it is now, they just do not look like a team that uh, is, 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 is interested, in fact, in, in finishing top four. Uh, maybe it goes back to their mentality that uh, Surrey did speak about. But to answer the question that you guys asked earlier, who they are playing next? <laughs> They've got Malmo in the Europa League, so uh, it could be every every chance of seven. That seven. Yeah, <laughs> we could seven. very well they, get yeah, that, seven. Score that seven. <laughs> uh, and speaking <laughs> and speaking of European football, it's uh, the Champions League is back this week, and um, if you are a United fan, and I keep saying if you're a United fan, as if I'm not, 
uh, we, we've got PSG, which you know a difficult task, as difficult as it probably might get. Difficult or what? Can the get. Half the team is injured, man. If you're a Man United fan, allow, you're licking your no, lips. No, listen, time. no. I mean, you you know what? Yes, if if with a PSG without Neymar and Cavani is not I as think as Verratti is also. Uh, I think Di Maria and Verratti are also doubts. If I'm not wow, mistaken. if Di Maria and Verratti are doubts, yeah, they've got they've got um, they've got about five players out. Yeah, that's it's, that's that. Hey, look, I'm, I don't think as a United fan I can complain about that. So, uh, I mean, it could they, listen. PSG can still hurt United even with those five players out. But does it does it no, swing? Got, does PSG it swing the time? They've got, they've got quality. Does it does it they've swing? They've got quality and they've got. Mm. I think I think for me I think I think the result of the first leg will determine the the, the tie yeah. and and um, you know knowing that that, that who they've got as coach for. For PSG, I think he's going to go there with a the plan, mm. and um, yeah, it's going to be what is going to be an interesting a, game because United are on form. Mm. As a PSG coach, though, what 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 other plan do you have other than attack? You see, because they don't have a, a, a you know great what the midfield. problem is with uh, PSG right mm. now. Talk about a game. You, you know, PSG have been in the Champions League frame now for some time in terms of contenders, right? But they've always run into a Goliath. They've either run into the eventual winners or, yeah. or the losers or perennial contenders. Man United haven't been perennial contenders for a while now, but they're still Man United. But they have run into Man United at the wrong time. Mm. And PSG right now are playing the Champions League where everything matters more than it ever does. And you've got to feel sorry for Tuchel because um, there's talks about Neymar leaving, mm. right? So he has to maximize everything he can to either keep Neymar. Um, he's got Mbappe there. Uh, he's got all these players. And it seems like he's been given that task to say, okay, listen, we've cleared everything. We've given you the super team. We've brought in experience. Buffon is here. Danny Alves is here. Mm. You've got, you know, your Neymar, Cavani, Zimbabwe's. Now, make it work. And he runs into a United side that's unbeaten in 12. Mm. And he's got five guys in the starting lineup that possibly, well, three are definitely not playing. Mm. The other two could not make it. Talk about a pressure game for yeah. Tuchel. So, PSG will be in a lot of pressure coming into that game because there's a lot to play for them. And should they get out of, you know, the, the Champions League at this stage of the season, you then have to then ask questions you know, will this module that they've been trying to build in terms of for, being this European mm. giant, will it ever work? Because yeah. it doesn't get bigger than Neymar. It doesn't get bigger than uh, Mbappe in terms mm. of young uh, players to, in the future. They've mm. got a decent midfield. You know, they've got the Brazilian back, the two mm. of uh, Brazil's um, Marquinhos, defenders, Marquinhos, Marquinhos and uh, Thiago Silva. So, yeah. What will the excuse be then? And, you know, I was talking about Chelsea having to dismantle in terms of, you know, if they don't get into the Champions League this season, what are PSG mm. going to do? I mean, that's a very good point because as well, well even Mbappe that you um, mentioned, he's, you know, forever linked with a move elsewhere. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, no, the job is very difficult for two. On the other side of the coin, if he does get through this, this, this challenge, you know, it, it could set them up very well going forward because mm. if he, if they go through to the quarterfinals and they are match fit, they're squad fit. I, I mean, if, if as far as defense defenses are concerned in European football right now, there's no defense. There's no team that has a defense that can deal with PSG at their best. No, no, I don't think so. And yeah, definitely. They, they they have they have a they have possibly the best attacking force in, yeah. in the league. Unfortunately, injuries have, have uh, made them look a bit blunt. Mm. But um, so far, they're still, they're still managing to get the job done in France. And then hopefully we'll see Imika, um, I ask you, I ask you how this. they cope with United. And before we do close, I want to ask you this. Going into the round of 16 uh, and everything that has happened up until now, coming into this week in the Champions League, if we were to pick out a favourite or a team that is best placed to win the Champions League, this season, what team would you would you? And I mean, look, even if it's Liverpool, it's fine. Get your blinkers no on. Way. But which team do you think is is best placed to really have an assault at the Champions League and and win it come May? Liverpool. Oh. No, okay, okay. Remove the blinkers now. It's fine. Oh. Remove the blinkers. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, I, I would say, look, Real Madrid don't don't write them off. They they, they seem to wake up when when they hear that, that anthem for the, the Champions League, and we, we've seen them. Um, you know, if you if you a few weeks ago looking at their fixtures, um, running into this this Champions League week, we thought they've got. Barcelona three yeah. times. They've got Atletico Madrid. They've got all of that, and they've started that that run without defeat. Yeah, and that that uh, definitely will be looking like like um, you know the the perennial European champions that they are. Okay. Uh, Barcelona on the other on the other hand, uh, somehow. They probably are too good for their own their own um, uh, their own good because sometimes they, they they can't when they get into the Champions League um, semi-finals or mm-hmm. quarter-finals they, they now get into a place where they can't raise their game beyond that because they blow everyone away and then they struggle. Yeah. Um, so you know I, I wouldn't one team I wouldn't want to write off is, is, is Real Madrid. Um, I don't think Bayern will will will, uh, will beat Liverpool. I don't think so either. Um, um, yeah, I don't think so. Uh, we'll see what happens with Tottenham with Borussia Dortmund when they get, when they get up because but, but, last I mean, weekend they either either way either me, way either way how, whichever whatever whatever does happen between Spurs and Dortmund, neither of those two sides are going to feature in the semi-finals, surely. No, they won't. I, I mean, I was quite. Disappointed with with Dortmund in their in their game, they led mm. off in training over over the weekend and and then drew 3-3. Okay, so Imika's going with Real Madrid. Hola. Yeah, so uh, Real Madrid, Real Madrid. Okay, Hola. you know what? I must say, um, Juventus guys. I don't think um, I don't think Madrid are going to win it. Right. Um, I, I don't think Juventus are going to win it. But go on. I, I I tell you what, Juventus, although they got Atletico next, right, which is not going to be easy, but you know I can't help think that you know when you have that defense. Yeah. All you need is a goal scorer. Mm. And they have one. That's all they need. They need to win a game 1-0. Yeah. And But you need a goal scorer. And they have that now. And, you know, when I look at Cristiano Ronaldo's record in the Champions League, you know, something just, you know, it's almost like He-Man when he puts his sword in the air and then all of a sudden all that electricity mm. comes and he becomes He-Man, you know. And that's what Ronaldo becomes in the Champions League. And I think he'll be buoyed by the fact that he'll know that the guys are with him because they know why they brought him in. Yeah. And he will command that respect because yeah, yeah. they know that he's a you know a five-time winner and they'll know that, listen, they're relying on him so the guys at the back will give him blood and guts to stop those goals. And he knows that, listen, just give it to me up front. I'll do the, you know, I'll yeah. finish the business. So I think Juventus, uh, you know, are really, really uh, strong contenders coming to this um uh, this year's Champions League because I mean even in the finals that they lost that what the the one they lost to Barca and the one they lost to you uh, yeah. to Madrid the only difference was they just didn't have a goal scorer yeah. the defense was not the issue right it was just a goal scorer I mean they they lost to the brilliance of Suarez and Neymar mm. and then they lost to the brilliance of Ronaldo but otherwise it was forwards mm. that you know appended them they now have one of those forwards so you know I think Juventus really are going to make them up this year. Okay, so I think we'll, we'll, we'll remember this discussion come May, um, that uh, one is going for Real Madrid, the other is going for Juventus. Um, and, and unfortunately, I don't, I don't know, I just I don't see either of those two sides winning it. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, just the way that I, I, this where season, do you put United? You are United fans. Nah, so nah even if even if even if we do get past uh, uh, PSG, mm-hmm. I, I don't think we have it in us to beat for or three big sides in a row to get to the final. And City, like, I mean... I, I think City, uh, we, we, we City, kind of at their absolute best. City as and that's, and that's my thing. They don't have a strong squad. And that's my thing. I think City, at their absolute best, have a very good chance of getting to the final. But it's just not within their DNA. I mean, what game was it? I think it was against Lyon. And I know Lyon is... is, is a, no, it was against Lyon. I know yeah, it Lyon, was, yeah, um, yeah. Leon are, uh, look, Leon are not PSG, yeah. but, the, you know, they're not um, Strasbourg either, yeah. right? So, they're a competitive side. But Man City are the English champions. Mm. And the way Leon just dealt with them as if, like, they were just another team yeah. really surprised me. So, That's I just don't point. think they have it in their That's DNA a as a club, you know, uh, the atmosphere also. Yeah. Because I remember something that... Um, uh, Messi once said uh, when they asked him about the Champions League some few years ago and he, he just spoke about you know the, the DNA of the club in these competitions how 
everybody just seems to know the importance. You don't have to ask uh, someone to turn up. And you yeah. mentioned that I don't have to ask uh, Iniesta to put in a performance. Mm. I don't have to ask uh, Sergio Busquets. Yeah. They, they just know. And Manchester City, it, it, they don't have that. It's not in their DNA. Imika, Imika, what, what, what do you think? What do you think about City's chances? Thirty seconds. You've got thirty seconds to wrap it up. Um, I think that you know everyone. Yeah, I think everyone everyone expects. Uh, sorry. Yeah, I think everyone expects expects City to to mount the terrain this season. Um, I, I don't think so. I think that uh, somehow they they they're, they're investing so much in the in the league as well, mm. and somehow will will will, will, will hit, get hit by some kind of burnout when they when they get into into the the Champions League. league um, um, in a situation I don't I don't think City will win this season okay alright so there's Madrid there's Juventus it's a no for United it's a no for City uh, I, I think I think big after, no after, after after listening to Bola's analysis of Juventus yeah. if, they, if they get past Atletico Madrid they'll be dangerous mm, absolutely absolutely well that is pretty much then uh, everything that we uh, were looking to cover, I can't think of anything that we have missed out as far as uh, football around the globe is concerned. Um, that... just, just, yeah. some, just something to, to report. We we talked about uh, Asisa Bashola moving to ah, yes. to Barcelona. She she made her debut last weekend. She comes on in the, in the second minute as a substitute and scores the next minute. Oh, uh, okay. in a brilliant goal, and that's. That's wow. great for African female football. Mm, absolutely. We are not surprised with that uh, at all. Uh, we know no, the quality that she does have. But uh, we also do know that Timbi Khatan has left her team. Yes. Yeah. She's. Uh, I think uh, alongside, I can't remember the, the other ladies' name as well. They've left their team over in the States. Uh, she must She must just go uh, and join Asisat in Barcelona and they can be yeah. the... the, the <laughs> no, it'll be nice. The, the, the World Cup, she, she has a chance in the World Cup. She mm. does well. She, she gets a good move. That's a very good point as well, Imika. Thank you so much yeah. for joining us, Simika, from Sunny Lagos. And uh, hope, hopefully we see Thank you, you soon back in South Africa. Uh, we're enjoying some rather dingy weather at the moment, but it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. From myself, Loa Zizikubu. I'm Kola Makwaza. And Emeka, the next time we meet, we'll be, um, we'll be, we'll be having a, a holiday somewhere in Dubai or somewhere. Okay, <laughs> I'll, I'll take that. I'll take that. <laughs> Goodbye. Pitch Invasion is the podcast for football travelers. To contribute to the show, pose a topic of debate, or just complain about your favorite team, send us a WhatsApp voice note on plus 27609216977. That's plus 27609216977. Or send us a text message starting with hashtag Pitch Invasion. Remember to follow the Pitch Invasion podcast on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram under the username Pitch Invader.